It's FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310. And on your smart speaker, it is News Talk KZRG. Ted Bohorquez and Steve Scott. And joining us is Neosho State Representative Ben Baker, the legislative line. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing great. How's everybody doing? Good. I think we're all getting a little bit warmer today as opposed to the last couple of days, but that temp's going to drop right back down for uh, the rest of the week. So we're doing what we can. Yeah. Ben, I know that conservative lawmakers in Missouri are looking at legislation touching on the gender identity issue uh, for minors, most particularly and specifically within the public school domain. What's going on with that? Sure. So yesterday, actually, we had a public hearing in the Committee on Emerging Issues, which, uh, you know, these bills definitely fit uh, under that uh, title when it comes to that committee. But we heard seven bills yesterday, uh, of which one of those was a bill I have filed. And of course, you know, by the nature of what these bills deal with, they're highly controversial, at, at least, you know, with the, especially with the LGBTQ community. But this hearing yesterday went from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 9 o'clock last night. Uh, So it was a long one once again. Last year, we passed the SAFE Act, um, which I co-sponsored to prohibit transgender sex change surgeries and the hormone replacement therapy for minors, uh, which is just an unbelievably awful thing that's happening right now with children. But in the Senate last year, they added an arbitrary four-year sunset clause on that bill. So uh, meaning in four years, the ban would be lifted and they could go back to mutilating kids. And so one of the bills we heard yesterday was to remove that sunset clause and make the ban on this scope of practice permanent. Um, And so that was one that we heard took several hours. Another bill that we heard was to protect the rights of conscience for healthcare workers to be able to abstain from certain treatment that, you know, may violate their conscience. That that could be religious beliefs or just a personal ethic. You know, no one should be forced to perform an elective surgery, for instance, you know, maybe removing healthy body parts because someone feels like that they're a different gender. And in my opinion, that's not healthcare in the first place and really instead is harming someone, which doctors should never do. Um, But there were several other bills also in that committee yesterday regarding uh, a universal statewide policy, which we don't have currently in place for public schools when it comes to um, locker rooms, bathrooms, any other space where students could be in a state of undress. You know, as a as a dad of four daughters, I can tell you, you know, it isn't right that currently there's no state law preventing, for instance, a man who simply wakes up one day and wants to identify as a woman from using the girls' restroom in public schools. Um, you know, our kids should have a reasonable expectation of privacy in those spaces. Um, so some schools have their own policy currently prohibiting that, but other schools instead want to allow either gender to use the facilities. So my bill defines biological sex as being only two genders, male and female, and then mandates that bathrooms be segregated accordingly in public schools. It does have a provision if a student identifies as a different gender and the parents sign a consent form affirming their support for that, for the school to provide an alternative unisex bathroom or a single-use restroom for the individual so that 
you know, there could be accommodations made in that case. But another thing that's happening with uh, some public schools is they're hiding this information from parents, uh, which I think is just a, a, an egregious um, act as well. So it's, it's just crazy to me that we have to consider legislating this, but it's where we are right now in our culture, unfortunately, and the privacy of children is, is being violated really to, you know, appease a super minority of people without thought to the, the litany of unintended consequences for children. Um, there was also a bill heard yesterday to set policy that also includes private businesses as well as public schools. I don't think that one has really any chance at all, um, you know, because it's a different issue when you have private property rights that figure into that. And that's very different to me than uh, publicly funded, you know, taxpayer funded public schools. So that was some of the bills that we heard yesterday, and uh, it was it was cr- quite a uh, <laughs> quite a long hearing. It's Neosho State Representative Ben Baker. Uh, ben, uh, Missouri's a, a relatively conservative state, and it's seemingly just sort of giving it the eyeball test of talking to people. Most people seem pretty pro um, some of the the laws that you you just described. Where's the pushback coming from on the legislative level? Why hasn't this gotten done sooner? It is a very partisan issue for the for the most part. Um, you know, it is a good question. Why hasn't this been done already? And I think it's we're just behind in dealing with this. Um, you know, there have been several other states that already have put in a statewide policy on this. Uh, I think it's just important that we do it for obvious reasons. Um, and I really don't, to be honest. I don't understand the pushback. I don't understand the idea that someone can just identify or move in and out. You know, they call it um, gender fluid. Uh, it's something I do not quite understand. I really don't. And when they say now that there's over 100 different genders or really unlimited genders, I, I don't agree with that. I believe there are males and females, and I think the science bears that out. And we need to we need to go back to that, and we need to protect our kids. It's Neosho State Representative Ben Baker. Uh, ben, Missouri is switching over to a caucus system for the state's presidential primary this year. What are your thoughts on that system? Do you think this is something that could or should replace primaries across the nation? So I actually had the bill last year to reinstate the presidential preference primary, uh, but the Senate you know, let it die last year. I think we need to keep a preference primary in place like we have for a long time. Um, this year, it will not be the case. Missouri will not be voting at the ballot box this cycle in the presidential primary only. It will be similar to uh, how Iowa caucuses are done, um, which is a, you know a, a little bit more difficult to understand. It's it's not really uh, complex necessarily, but it's just different than what people are used to. So on March the second, anyone who is faithful, uh, a faithful Republican, can show up and vote in their county caucus. And I'll be putting out more information on this um, very soon, by the way. But it doesn't affect the general election, where we will still be voting in November for the president, just like we always have. There's a lot of misinformation about the caucus system out there right now, just because people aren't really familiar with how that works. I will be putting out some information on the podcast and also some videos to kind of give a you know an explanation of that. Um, but I, I still think we need to bring back the presidential preference primary. Excellent. Representative Ben Baker, thank you for your time. We'll talk with you next week. Thank you. Have a great day. As to you. Thanks, Ben. That was Neosho State Representative Ben Baker on News Talk KZRG.